0: Cockadoodle fucking do. Welcome back to the professional teen. Uh, it is currently New Year's Eve, so whatever that's worth. Don't get too fucked up tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's been a cool holiday season. We're back. Um,. I hope you, you fucking can't even, yeah, now we're back to the, the usual can't talk. Okay, I hope everybody had a great holiday season, whatever the fuck you celebrate. I celebrated Christmas. Christmas was dope. Um, not really, though, because I kind of backed into something, and now I got to replace the bumper on my car. But, you know, what? regardless, let's get down to business here. Um. Anyways, yeah, welcome back to Professional Teen. Last week, not last week, last time, we sort of talked about, um, wow, I sounded really Canadian there, didn't I? That's just kind of how I say about, okay, we talked about um, fucking, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, we talked about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what it actually means to be an entrepreneur and the true meaning of entrepreneurship wow uh that was cool it got a little heated i was a little drunk and i liked having a beer on the uh, podcast so we're back this week with um a different beer we got some we got some japanese shit going on here except it's not really it's made in guelph so um cool um but yeah so we're we're back we're going to talk about another cool thing uh this week uh we're going to talk about how you actually start a company like the process the thought process the actual process process um, less so the legislative stuff because that stuff is specific to your region, right? So uh, we're gonna talk about,, um, how you come up with the idea to start a company and how you how, how you sort of take a company from an idea to um, actually something coming into fruition and how you actually, well do that and if you can actually do that and there's a couple of criteria that your idea has to meet before you can decide whether or not you can be like oh we can make a company out of this or we can make a business out of this there's a lot of stuff that comes into play um when you're thinking of that so let's just we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get right into it so i title of this would be something like oh well i mean like on my doc here it says like oh, so how the fuck do you actually start a company? Um, I'm not going to lie, a lot of this stuff is like, I fucking have no idea what I'm talking about, but as I started writing this, it made more sense as I kept writing, so let's just let's just hope this comes together and is, is coherent. Um, okay, so um, the first thing we got to get out of the way is business. Um, you know, it's really easy when you're thinking about business to get lost in sort of the the it sounds stupid but the businessy side of it like the name the the logo the money the the businessy terms right like what the fuck is capital what's capital gains what's net worth what's all that good stuff that stuff anybody can learn that stuff isn't special um you can google that go to in, go to go to oh fuck uh, go to investopedia and find out what all these terms mean they're not hard um In fact, business terms and that sort of lingo and the vocabulary is actually really easy and most people can pick that up. What's actually hard is coming up with an idea and coming up with um, the thing you want to sell. That's the hard part of business. Um, So as a result, we should probably define what a company or a business actually sets out to do. Uh, Last week or last time I talked about serving others, that's what an entrepreneur should look to do. A company's goal. Is basically to find a solution to a problem. That's it. People will tell you, "Oh, a company's goal is to like what a, a, a company's goal is to is to fucking make money, is to is to is to fucking dominate everything, to become a multinational conglomerate." It, 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 that's just not true. A company, at its very core, what it's designed to do is solve a problem or provide what's missing back to the market. Um. And the process is kind of a three-step process because apparently three is a fucking magical number for everything. But the way I, th- I thought about it was it, it is a three-step process and it goes, look for a problem, find the solution and then market the solution. And that's that's, that's all a company does. Find a problem, sell the solution. That's it. Um, yeah. So it, we exist to solve problems and that's realistically all that we have to worry about there. Um, With that being said, then we're just going to kind of take, you know, a little, little bit, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll kind of go through each of the steps and, and make sure everything's, make sure everything's hunky dory. Um, and we'll just walk you through that. Like, how do you do that? Like, you know, with that being said, like look for problem, find, or find the solution, sell the solution. That sounds really simple. It's, it's not, it's not at all. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I kind of wanted to walk through, um, all of the sort of. Little nuances and just details of the the process of you know looking for a problem, looking for the solution, and then selling the solution. Um, so let's start at the very beginning there with um, with looking for a problem. A problem isn't always obvious like there's not always something like oh that's a fucking problem because if it's obvious someone's already done it you know what i mean like if it's if it's something you look at and you're like well that's a problem and well either a someone's already solving the problem which by the way we'll get into this maybe next time but like that doesn't mean that you can't enter the market but or also b did i say a or b whatever um b the problem is already is just unsolvable and no one's found a solution yet or, or the solution's unrealistic or something like that right um like like something would be like would be like i don't like planes or boats well the solution to that would be obviously teleportation but fucking if you can figure that out i'll buy it because like I, I i couldn't figure that out right so like that's that's what i mean like a big problem something something ooh, 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 just bumped the mic um something like a big problem like that it, it's the solution isn't quite realistic and that's why nobody's tackled it yet Again, that doesn't mean that you can't tackle it, it just means that, especially at our age and what this blog is about, or podcast is about, professional teen, helping people start businesses when they're young, that kind of stuff is, is, out, is out of reach right now, and, and that's just the truth. So, a problem, a good problem to solve, are not the obvious ones. The, the problems that are good to solve are, are the ones that people don't even realize that they're a problem until you bring it up. And then you find a problem like that. You find a problem like I didn't even think that was a thing, but yeah, that's really annoying. If you can solve that problem, I guarantee you people will buy your solution. So, looking for a problem, there's a couple questions you can ask yourself. Um, you know, and 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 put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. Or the shoes of your market. Or the shoes of people that you hope will buy your uh, your product, right? Um, like one, what is missing from your life, right? Ask yourself that question. What's missing from your life? What can make your life better? A product or a service that can make your life better, right? Um, the other thing is maybe maybe do a little bit of a self-evaluation. Say, um, say, what are you good at right now? What are you good at that people ask you to do for them? Maybe, maybe you're really good at fixing musical instruments. Maybe you're really good at fixing guitars. You're really good at, at, at soldering. And you're really good with electric guitars and people, you just do those as favors right now. Well, that is a problem that you're able to solve and then you're able to market the solution. Right. Right. You know, and and then just the list goes on. Like what could you use? What is something that you could use right now that would make your life better? Right. The other thing is, use maybe some emotions, right? What is something that frustrates you, makes you angry? What's something that you want to change about the industry or about or about the about the businesses? Uh, like, what, what what is what is something that frustrates you? For FIRST, FIRST Music Academy, what prompted me to start that was I was frustrated at how people were carrying out music lessons. I was frustrated about how um, music education was seen as this pretentious thing and, and theory and all that other bullshit. So I was like, well, fucking, what if there was a music school that just didn't do any of that? And then I just snuck in there, right, that was what the inspiration was, that was the idea, um, so that method works, that's what I use, what frustrates me, what am I angry about, that is a very powerful one, and I definitely think you should um, think about that, what What about the market right now makes you angry, um, the other thing is obviously, where does the problem exist, um, not everything is consumer based, right, not everything is like, well, uh, fucking Jim and Sally I don't know where I came up with those names, but I guess I—I I don't know. Fucking uh, Jim and Sally are are, are consumers. What could I do for them? Well, not always, right? What if What if Jim and Sally are business owners? Well, that's another type of market, right? Are Are you looking to do a business to consumer or a business to business sort of um, company, right? There's a lot of stuff there that exists um, that is that is business that's in between businesses that never that the consumers never see and are never relevant to the consumers. But you know, that's. That's there. Where does the problem exist? Is it does it exist between businesses, like transactions between businesses, or does it exist within the transaction between the consumer and a business? Right. That's a very important one too. Um. Without all that being said, you probably have come up with a list of stuff that you think you want to change. Cool stuff. Um. But here comes like the vetting process. Here's where you're like, hey, well, we we gotta eliminate some of these options because they're just not realistic. So. Um the first one is asking yourself just to get rid of some of the options cuz you probably got a big list of stuff in your head right now but I mean this the 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 first question you should ask yourself so to get rid of some of those less relevant options is is it a problem or is it just a nuisance. Now I'm not saying that nuisances they can't be um the focus of a business it can not be something that a that a business solves but a nuisance is less of a need. Do you know what I mean? A problem in like uh, Implicit within a problem is a need for a solution. So, it, it means it, like, people are so much more—they they feel like they need your your product or your service more to solve a problem, as opposed to get rid of a nuisance. Because a nuisance you can live with, right? It's it's not it's not life threatening. It's not crucial to the operation of whatever. It's just a nuisance um, that is more of a want, and that's sort of lower on the hierarchy um, in terms of like wh- like the the the, the motivation. Uh, or the drive behind someone buying your product. So if it's a nuisance or it's a problem, I'm not saying that either one is bad. I'm just saying that, you know, um, especially if you are starting out, you want to solve a problem, not so much a nuisance that can be sort of dealt with in other ways. Um, The other thing is 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 you have to exploit laziness um this sounds really weird and and uh, i mean like exploit is kind of a uh, like a like an ugly word but that's just true um your 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 company has to exploit the emotions people buy so people listen to reason but they respond to emotions. Do you know what I mean? They listen to reasons. Um, the, the the quickest way to get someone to buy something isn't to be like, "Well, here's all the reasons why you should buy." It. It's like, "Well, how would you feel if you bought it?" Or and, and and just give that anecdotal stuff. Anecdotes are very powerful. They're not real evidence, but they're very very powerful. So, um, you, you 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 um you you have to play on that, right? Exploit the laziness of a consumer. Yes, you could solve this problem this way. How? ever you could solve it with this product or service that i am selling and it is much easier exploit that exploit the anger or the emotions or the frustration of the consumer or the business owner or or whoever you're targeting exploit that that's very valuable stuff right and answer a demand the other thing answer a demand right like um i remember when i was a kid uh before smartphones were a thing Phone cases were not even, like, nothing. Now you can't walk through, like, a shopping mall without like, four kiosks of just mobile phone stuff. That is an example of answering a demand. Now, that market is so fucking saturated that it doesn't bad example but especially at the very beginning there there are whole companies now that are based solely on making mobile phone accessories and they're very very successful companies and it's like that is cool right that is answering a demand um uh, uh, and that's something that you should strive to do if you're looking to sort of look for a problem to 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 start a company around so that covers looking for a problem that is just that um The next thing is solving the problem and this looking for a problem and solving the problem go hand in hand. They're very closely related. And if you can do one, but not the other, then it doesn't really work. You need both. Um, So solving the problem, you need to look for a realistic solution. Right. Nothing ridiculously complex or or convoluted like you need to look for a realistic solution. This goes back to that sort of transportation example that I brought up at the beginning of the podcast, right? I don't like planes. I don't like boats. How the fuck do I get to another country? Well, fucking teleportation. But I can't do that. Like, yes, that'd be awesome if I could start a teleportation company and then we can fucking, you can teleport me to Japan and back. That'd be fiery. But I, you can't, right? That's, that's cool. You, you need to think of a realistic solution that you can produce and provide consistently. That's what you need to think of. Um, if you can't see yourself using it every day and you can't see yourself actually using the solution, the product or service that you've come up with every day, you're done, right? Um, like, if you wouldn't, you, you need to be able to be like, okay, I would I would use my service. That's a big one. And it's kind of, like, it's, oh, it's kind of conceited. No, it, you're a consumer just as much as the next person. You're a business owner, yes, but you're, you're just a consumer as much as the next person. So, if you aren't willing to use your service, as in if you wouldn't come, if, if, if this company existed outside of you and you think you wouldn't go to this company, why the fuck would anybody else? Right? You're the first line of defense there. Are you, do you actually believe in what you do? Will you actually use what your company provides? The answer is yes. Fuck yeah. Good job. Right? If no, then you might want to go back to the drawing board. Right? Um, innovate but don't reinvent anything that you've done or don't reinvent anything or don't try to you can if you if you can and it's actually realistic and and, and and useful great you don't have to you don't have to reinvent the wheel to to have a successful company it's just like you see all these companies like copy and shit from each other you, you don't you don't have to reinvent anything you do have to innovate you do have to make a change something about your company product or service has to be different, right? But you, so you, you but you don't have to like completely change the game that's that's ridiculous it's cool if you can but nine times out of ten you can't so don't feel that you have to completely revolutionize everything you don't you just have to provide a greater value or provide something that's different or or, or maybe attack a different niche or a different market that's what you have to do to become to, to have a successful company and to provide a good solution right and the last thing, and I really want to harp on this for, for looking for a solution, you you do not need all the answers. I just want to say that. You you, you do not need all the answers. Do not. <laughs> this is something called imposter syndrome, and it's very, very common. This is this is basically like, uh, it, well, it's kind of like a part or, or a derivative of, of uh, imposter syndrome where it's like, I am not qualified, or I don't know enough, or I don't... Possess the knowledge. I feel like I don't have the right to charge people, or I feel like I am not, you know, qualified or good enough. Or that is something called imposter syndrome. Um, it, it, you know, where you feel like you're not good enough to provide a to provide a product, not good enough to start a company, or not good enough to be like I'm not ready yet. While it's true that you do need some form of knowledge in the field that you want to work in, as in like, if you want to be an interior designer, you, you do need to have some fucking experience and you do need to know a thing or two about interior design. But you don't need to fucking know everything. You don't need to have any qualification, and unless you do, in, like legally, in which case cool, but for most things you don't. So like I am not, I don't know everything about everything about music teaching or teaching music. I, I don't know everything about that. I don't know everything about. I don't know everything about guitar, um, and the idea that you do need to know that or possess that level of expertise is ridiculous. I, you know, if if you want to be an architect, there are certain qualifications that you have to f- fulfill to be an architect. But in order, to, but I know in order to do like residential work, you don't need any qualifications, um, and and it's it's like you you don't need every single qualification you don't need every single piece of data and knowledge to be able to do something that's ridiculous you don't need that you do not need all the answers even mark zuckerberg was like you never really know everything you do it you make mistakes you learn on the way it becomes clearer as you go the vision and the idea becomes clearer as you go you'll never know everything at the beginning i don't know about you guys but okay okay okay, wait so when you guys are in school and you're writing essays uh like for english or whatever uh, I don't know about you, but when I'm writing an essay, I have a general idea, but I have no clue what I'm saying until I'm like at the end of the essay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have I have no idea what I'm talking about until the end of the essay, and as I write it, the ideas develop, and they they sort of marinate, kind of. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but like, they get better as they go. And there's this, there's this story, one of my friends will swear by this because he was sitting next to me while I was doing this. He went, like, I wrote an entire essay. We had two classes to write an essay. I wrote an entire essay in one of the classes, and one and a half classes. I get to the end, I hit the last period, and I'm like, fuck yeah, and then I'm like, wait a second, I don't like this, so in the last, like, 45 minutes of class, I take, I highlighted all of it, he watched me, I highlighted all of it, and fucking hit the backspace button and deleted all of it, <laughs> and he was like, like, he didn't say anything, because he was too focused, but afterwards, he's like, dude, what the fuck were you doing, I was like, I deleted the essay, and I wrote the whole thing again, I got a 100 on that essay, I got an A plus on that essay. Uh it was fiery and it was I would consider one of the best pieces of writing I've done to this day. Um it was great, and that's what I mean, as in like you don't know all the answers, and you won't know all the answers. You just gotta you just gotta kinda go for it. You gotta know enough and then you just kinda go for it. And then it becomes a whole thing about oh what's enough? What's enough? You just gotta have some faith, right? You gotta have some faith that stuff will work itself out. Of course you gotta put effort into working stuff out, but you the idea that you need all the answers, you need to be fully prepared. Is just false. You're just wasting your time at that point. Okay? You don't need all the answers. All right. And the last little link of the chain here marketing the solution. Um this part is kind of hard. And this is is um it's kind of a hard pill to swallow. It involves taking on a little bit of f- failure and a little bit of um just kind of swallowing your pride. So when you're marketing the solution, you got to realize that not everyone will want your solution. Not everybody will want your product or service even if they have the problem. If they don't have the problem, that's one thing. Why would you want to fucking buy something to solve a problem that you don't have, right? That doesn't make any sense. But even if they have the problem, some people just don't want to be helped. Now you need to swallow your pride here and, and, and you need to, you need to, you need to cool that frustration and anger. Cause I don't know about you, but I get fucking angry when I see someone with a problem that my company can solve, but it's just like, no, I don't need help. There's a certain level of arrogance there, um, on, on the, on the, on behalf of the consumer on the, on, on the part of the consumer. And you just kind of have to let that go. Um, none of my companies help people that don't want to help themselves. That's the truth. There's nothing you can do about that. And you need to be able to let certain things go right you need to be able to be like okay well you don't want to be helped fuck you i'm not going to help you right we only work with people that want to help themselves we only work with people that understand that they have the problem and understand that we have the solution and understand that they need the solution that's the only way we work with someone um and that's sort of arrogant and it, and people are like oh you're losing out on the market you have to take everyone no you fucking don't right you don't have to target the whole market you don't have to take everything you don't have to you, it, it's not an it's it's not a numbers game right some people would argue with me there and you're welcome to i don't think I don't think marketing is a numbers game, right? I think it's a very precision scalpel-like sort of sniper rifle-like thing. You you don't have to target everybody, and not everybody's going to want your solution, and that's okay. That's fine, right? Don't work with people who don't want to be helped. They're going to be shitty clients. They will. They're going to be very, very shitty clients. They're going to frustrate you. They're going to piss you off. Don't work with people who don't want to help themselves or don't want to be helped. That's That's it. Bottom line. Okay. The other thing you have to ask when you're marketing your solution is who is going to buy your shit, man? Who is going to buy your shit? This is a very hard thing. And especially when I was starting Presence with um, my partners now, we had a hard time coming up with this answer. Who is going to buy your shit? My mentor said to me, you need to think of specific people. You need to think of very, very specific people. Not like demographics not like men aged 30 to 45 in the calgary region no specific people right people you need to know them by name you got to be like oh fucking timmy from fucking down the street would be would love this if you can think about that good if you can't nah. <laughs> right um <laughs> you 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 really won't be able to get too far at least that's what he tells me and i do agree with him um because demographics are great analytics numbers they're great but businesses are about people and if you can't think of a person or a group of people that you know that will want your product or service i'm willing i'm willing to put money on the fact that you're done right even like think about facebook he designed it for him and his friend like zuckerberg designed it for him and his friends and for you know for for, for the campus right he designed it for him and his friends it's for your boys, right? And 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 same thing. It's like, oh, I I know a couple of guys who are starting who are starting a company. Maybe they like a website done. And you do it for all of them. And they're like, oh, it's fucking great. And then they scale it up. And then, then you can start talking about demographics. But at the very beginning, you need to start thinking about people, individual people that will buy your shit. That is it. Right? Starting a clothing company. Don't start it because I think Kanye would be would love this. Who the fuck? like like I don't I I think people who like Kanye stuff would would love this or I think people who love Alpha Elite would love this or Gymshark would love this. No, start it because I think my boys would love this. Right? I think I think I think my group of my my group of friends would would be willing to buy some of this product. Not because they're your friend because it's good shit. If you can do that, that's good. You're on the right track there, right? Think of a like think 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 of it this way. Okay. Think of it as <clears throat> excuse me. Maybe I need to hold on. Okay, that's, nah, that's good. Okay, think of it this way. Think of it, think of a person that would get really excited and would not stop hunting you down if you were at a bar with them or at a restaurant with them and you wrote the idea down on a napkin and you showed them and they got excited about it. Think of, think about who would get excited about that. Find those people. Those people, not only will they be great like customers or clients, They might even be great partners or great employees. You never know. Write it down. Who would get excited about this? Who's gonna feel that pain of, like, okay, I need to, this is great. I need to wait for this company to be a thing. Who's gonna feel that pain? And you can do that. You're good. You're good to go, right? Get people angry. Get people inspired, excited, expired? Did I just say expired? Yeah, get some fucking moldy ass people in here. Fucking yeah. Sorry. All right. Um, Get people inspired, excited frustrated with the way things currently are again get them to feel that pain and um do some price research all that kind of good stuff um you know uh, don't be afraid to do pro bono work as in like free work don't be afraid to do that uh that's value there um but also understand that charging money is not a bad thing um yeah um that 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 is the process uh I just kind of rattled off stuff I had written down here, so if it's not very coherent, I apologize. Um, please be, feel free to like write in and ask questions and all that kind of stuff. That's the three step process. This is a long ass podcast compared to my other ones, but it's it's a good one. So, um, okay. With that being said, I'm gonna end this podcast off with a little bit of, of a little list of stuff that you should not do when you're setting a company, and this is very important. This is very important. I know you're probably like, I'm tired of hearing this fucking kid talk for however long this podcast is. I actually don't know how long this podcast is because it, like, in my recording software, it's, I use logic. So it's like, it just tells me the, the, the bars, which is great. I have 839 bars right now. Oh my God. Oh, excuse me. Whew. Okay. Um, so okay, last thing. We're gonna talk away, we'll talk about some stuff that you should just stay the fuck away from when you're starting a company. And it, it's so painful because I'm thinking of this company that and, and it's just it's hilarious. But here we go. All right. One, uh stay away from getting stay away from the bureau. Bu- 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 stay away from the bureaucracy. Bureaucracy meaning stay like I know it's cool it feels cool to be like oh we have a ceo we have have accounting software and all that bullshit stay away from the fucking bureaucracy get the fuck away from that you do not need bureaucracy to run a company you just don't stay away and and, and what what does this mean specifically don't fucking give all your team members chief officer titles don't fucking hire a hundred people before you've made your first sale don't like, like for no fucking reason. Don't have an entire, like, C-suite for no fucking reason. We got a CEO, we got a CFO, we got a CCO, we got a CDDO, we got a fucking C-fucking-O. C like, I, we, fuck off, you don't need that. That's just ridiculous. It's, it's Titles are not necessary until you're big, until you really have to define what people do. You got three people, you need a CEO, and then the two other people. You don't fucking need 15 different chief officer titles. doesn't make any sense, right? forget about the organization and the corporate structuring and the and 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 the ladder just forget about that you don't need that right split your company especially if you're at the beginning everybody deserves to be a partner split your company evenly or however you're going to split it and then that's all the corporate structuring you're going to need figure out what kind of corporation you're going to be and that's it you don't need a cc you don't need a fucking oh my god this makes me so because people just get caught up in having a business or having an organization and they forget that is not about the company. It's not about the organization. It's about the consumers. It, oh my, uh, I'm dying. It's not about the consumers. It's not about, or it's not about the consumers. It's not about the organization, right? It's not about sort of how structured you are, how cool you feel with your title. It's about what, what the fuck? It's about the people you're serving, man, right? That's it. Forget about the bureaucracy. Don't do that until you have to, right? All right, the other thing, overexpanding don't do that don't overexpand right where are you right now where are you you're in your city right master your market then think about expanding right don't 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 be in a don't be in a hurry it's not a race don't be in a hurry to scale up and then open lots of locations and and, and just and like oh what if what if we sell out or what if we um what if what if we are over capacity here that's a good thing that's a metric. That tells you something. Selling out of something tells you something. Selling out, like, well, what if we sell it? Then we can't provide... Dude, fucking forget about it. If you sell out, there'll still be more people. If you sell out of something, that just means the demand is higher than you thought it was, which is a good thing. So don't worry about that. Don't overexpand. Don't go to fucking four cities before you've even mastered the one you're based in, right? Don't do that. Do not do that. Big mistake, right? Um... And I'm, I'm guilty of this last one, but don't start buying shit before you sell shit. <laughs> um, aside from capital assets and, 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 and stuff that, you know, like, like the cost of goods and, 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 production, if you aren't making money on something, don't spend money on it. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, this is kind of a stupid rule, but especially when you're young, first of all, you don't have that mu- that much money to spend. 99% of small businesses can be start with little to no capital. Thank you, Mark Cuban for saying that. Thank you so much because then I can quote it. Um, yeah, you can start with basically no capital. Capital isn't, why does my camera keep cutting out capital? Capital is not required most of the time, most of the time for small businesses. So don't fucking take out money. Why would you do that? doesn't make any sense. Don't take out money, right? Don't, don't spend money on stuff. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to need this for the future. I'm not, don't buy a fucking copier and don't buy an office before you've made your first sale. doesn't make any sense. Don't spend any money on something until you're i keep fucking burping until you've sold something right cash flow managing cash flow that's all it is. so don't take out a line of credit don't open bank accounts don't buy domains and web hosting this stuff comes after your sales comes after your sales sell first get a market get a customer base and then worry about building this kind of stuff up right you're 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 you're, um you're putting you're putting the cart before the horse here Right? You're like, I got a website, I got a you don't even have the sales yet. You don't have any major first sale yet. What the fuck are you doing here, right? Worry about your sales first. Sales come first. That's just the truth. Sales come first. Alright, that was a long ass podcast. I got up to a thousand bars there, but uh yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck that means. Um and my camera keep cutting out, so fuck. Uh but anyways, um that is that's it. Uh that's it for this week of the Professional Team Podcast. It was a very dense podcast, and I probably should have split it up, but uh that was cool. So, uh, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to you know follow the podcast. It's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And then be sure to follow the the podcast on Instagram at the Professional Teen. You'll know which one it is. It's got my dumb face on it. Um, also, if you have questions or requests for topics, please do not hesitate to send us an email at tpteentemporary at gmail.com. It's just because I need to buy a domain, so I haven't like so. This is the the account, but tpteen temporary at gmail.com. All right. Uh, I will see you next week. Not see you. I will talk to you next week. Uh, Have fun on New Year's. Don't get too fucked up. Don't drink and drive. Uh, Yeah. Okay, cool.